0: Hi there, welcome to the second panel recorded for Facts Spring 2017. I'm your host Naut, and with me was famed X-Men and Image Comics artist Wils Portacio. We take a look at his career and ideas for comics over the course of this discussion. I didn't get as far into his career as I'd hoped, as Will's likes to talk but there are some interesting ideas and hopefully fun anecdotes for you to enjoy. With me is a uh, uh, Philippine talent, Will Sportesio. I am your host. Uh, Note: I uh, host uh, a podcast for called the Brain Freeze Podcast for a few years now, and uh, the uh, kind folks of, of Facts allow me to do these panels. Uh, w- welcome to all of you. Thank you for coming. I hope you have a good time, uh, and we'll start. Uh, Wills, how about you tell us a bit about? Um, how you started? Uh, you're from the Philippines, as as we've both mentioned. Uh, why did you go into comics?
1: Um, well, basically, I mean, I I, I, I graduated. Uh, well, okay, let's go back. Okay? <laughs> I um, I flunked out of art college. Ha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Le <But>, juste.
1: <laughs> but it's uh, but but I but I did it on purpose. Okay, that's the difference. Um, uh, well, you know, I was in uh, actually a good art college in the Philippines, um, and I chose to go because um, there were a couple of what we call national artists that were teachers, and during all the rest periods, they would actually paint, and so I could just sit there and watch. But the problem happened uh, ever since I was in the sixth grade. I was very lucky to have. Um, art teachers, and art teachers who were very well connected. So by the time I got into college, um, my anatomy was just so advanced that what ended up happening was that uh, I ended up tutoring most of my class for free. And I went to college to learn, and so I, I got... I got a little, you know. Well, I mean, you know, you're in college, so you, you get a little bit activistic, you know. <laughs> and my ter- my and this was an art college. Yeah, this was yeah. an art college, and and, actually, and
0: you didn't feel like you were learning anything, but that you were I, I, like a free teacher.
1: I, I was I was learning things because there were there were good teachers, mm-hmm. but I had to spend most of my time in class and after class tutoring. Um, uh, other kids for free, and you know I kind of thought that 's what teachers were for you know um, but um i uh, i I ended up then just you know going to the malls with my girlfriend yeah. and um, uh, until you know I got my my report card and found out that i i 'd failed all my classes. <laughs> And uh, I'm a straight-A student, so my my parents freaked out and said, there must be something wrong with the university. You're on drugs. Yeah. (laughs) And they sent me back to the States. (laughs) And it just happened to be San Diego. San Diego was, you know, San Diego Comic-Con. And that year, again, knock on wood, fortunately, um, all the editors from Marvel were there. And they were looking for new talent. So, uh, I mean, it, it it was just that easy for me. I mean, again, I've just been so, so lucky in my life that I, I, I've, I, I mean, if you want to ask questions of, you know, b- me being a minority in America, and no no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. I mean, it was, you know, it was, at the time it was me, Jim, you know, um, Todd, and, you know, there was just a handful of us. If they pissed us off, w- w- we go to D.C. Yeah. <laughs> you know they, they didn't have much options, so so you know we got treated great.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's good to know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's, it's fine. Um, uh, so um, when you uh, when you you started out uh, as an as an anchor on um, on Art Adams before he was famous, say. Mm-hmm. I've got something of that. And um, you quickly transitioned, because as far as I know, this and, and maybe a few other jobs is the only thing you just inked. Uh, at the start, I mean. Yeah. And then you went into penciling. Uh, uh, often um, artists will say, well, it's, it's really hard once you're pigeonholed. The, they'll call you an anchor, and they don't want you to pencil, or the other way around. Was that? The, the, did you have any difficulty w- with that transition? Again, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a very boring panel. You see,
1: um, I guess part of being lucky is being able to see. If you understand the phrase, the inside straight. Sure. <laughs> okay, so coming coming in right away. Um, well, see, I, I came in as an artist, a penciler, but I couldn't tell a story yet. You know, no. oh, wow, you got to tell a story. Okay. So while I was learning how to tell a story, my editor, and again, knock on wood, very good, because the typical editor, if you're not ready, will say, okay, come back next year with your a, a, a new portfolio, and we'll see. But Carl Potts, no, he, he, he kept... He kept bugging me.
0: But Carl Potts was an, uh, an artist himself. Yes. Yes. So, so, that was so the maybe, difference. Yeah. That
1: was the difference. And so he said, well, while you're, while you're still learning how to tell a story, I know you can ink, so why don't you ink? And then she introduced me to Ann po- uh, uh, Asenti, who was the X-Men editor at that point, and she was writing Longshot. Now... What I then learned real quickly was because I was introduced that way, not as "Hey Annie, here's an inker for art," you know. Um, they then tagged me as a finisher. Right. Yeah. So I was an inker that knew how to correct pencil pencilers' mistakes, basically.
0: Yeah. Or, or if if the pencils were more the uh-huh. uh, of the of the layouts. Uh, variety not right. really finished. Yeah, you could I do could that. do that. Yeah. So,
1: so that meant editors would send me, would let's say not like a certain artist and say here fix this, <laughs> 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 or their artist would be late and they say yeah. okay here fix this. So, I when it was when it when it when I was able to tell a story, then there was no real transition. It was okay. Give me the the pencilling job, but there 's asterisks that I can do all these other jobs now, to make a quick segue, the last time that that happened and you don 't really want that those asterisks you, you want those asterisks because you get jobs yeah. okay and you get paid, but you don 't really want those asterisks because then something like this happens um, I just fe- okay the last issue of star Wars um, that was a job where the editor wanted it fixed and um and it was the last issue mm. and i love star wars so i jumped at doing that so i fixed all of the faces fish face chewy everybody i fixed everything made it uh, apparently you know a lot of people liked the last the last edition and guess what the penciler cynthia martin on that book we became friends and then I get this FedEx package a couple of weeks later in the mail, and it's has this letter with all these blank pages, and it says, um, "This is the 3D annual special edition for not. Uh, do you remember there, there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and there was another one?" Hamsters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah the, uh,
0: and they lived in a Winnebago. And a something. nuclear or, or radioactive yeah, something. something, hamsters or yeah. bears or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Which I, was a parody of a parody. Right. Inception. Right,
1: and, and at that point, it, it, it rated a special edition annual <laughs> okay. 3D version. Yeah. And so I get it, and she, and she goes, okay, uh, uh, this book is assigned to me, and they're paying a really good rate. I'll give you the whole rate because I'm leaving tomorrow f- uh, to join the Red Cross in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the pages. Um, and basically, they were just blank pages of circles with, you know, W, a, you know, no, a, a rectangle, W, Winnebago. You know, in a circle, R for whatever the name of the... So it was circle.
0: a really, 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 really rough really really layout. Really yeah.
1: Because I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have two weeks. <laughs> but um, uh, but then her last line was, you know, you know, do whatever you want with it. Even just mess it up. And, and um, I'm leaving. I probably won't c- come back. So, um, if you want, I could. I'll make sure they keep my name on it and not your name on it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> I know. So <laughs> I actually didn't just FedEx the, the, yeah, the whole yeah. package back. <laughs> the, the return to sender. Yeah. 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 Uh, but
0: but this, this was when, uh, so this was around the, 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 those radioactive, whatever they were. Yeah, so it was around uh, Punisher days. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was because you, you uh, got the versatility label. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, but again, you know, very very uh, in the beginning of your career, that's that's great because yeah, all editors yeah. want to you get those jumps, yeah. You know, but yeah. you know, you've got to be then assertive and careful yeah. after if that. If you're too flexible, to they'll just abuse yeah. it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um on on um The Punisher, you came in after um uh, Jim Lee.
1: Oh, no, no, I came in before Jim.
0: I, uh, Jim Lee came in after, uh, the, the, well, and, and you War came Journal in. War Journal was
1: yeah. the second book.
0: I right, Punisher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you, yeah, you were on Punisher, that's true, yeah, and he was on War Journal. But he went over to Uncanny X-Men, you went over to X-Factor?
1: Uh, I think yeah. that's around
0: the, the same time?
1: Well, here's, here's just a little tidbit there too. I actually was offered X-Men first, Yeah. but there was there was something I did called um, Legion of Night, two-issue graphic novel. mm mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, uh, I actually did that before I went to the, the, the X office.
0: Can you speak a little more um, into the mic? Or yeah. I, 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 just for recording's sake.
1: Yeah, uh, I was offered See. X-Men first, yeah. um, and I turned it down to do something called Legion of Night. Uh-huh.
0: Um, that's that's uh, Bladen and his fellow... Or, or was it something outside of Marvel?
1: No, it was Marvel. It was actually um, It was actually a weird, almost psychodrama... But there were a lot of um, visual challenges for me mm-hmm. as an artist. And so, so I took it. I mean, and, and it was pitched to it was right after Dark Knight. And so Dark Knight proved that graphic novels could sell and proved that, okay, you can let your artist take his time, like over here, no. to do an album, right? Basically. Um, so I took the challenge before doing X-Men, and uh, um, oh, uh, he did the Punisher graphic. Mike Zeck.
0: Mike Zeck, yeah.
1: He did his Punisher, right? Uh, and we both took four months to that first issue. And the problem was, OK, go crazy, guys. We want art books, yeah. right? And you, you, there's no deadline. Don't worry about it. So we both take four, four months on the first issue, hand it in. Guess what? They put it on schedule.
0: <laughs> I, so, so they nah. immediately said, no, now we're going to publish this. You have three more months for the next three issues.
1: No, you have one more month for ah, the there you <laughs> go. next three issues. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, so that's why, I mean, you look so, at even Sex so it, Punisher. Yeah. It's the same thing. The first issue is just stupendous. And then later on, there's, there, there's, there's all these corners cut because all of a sudden they broke their promise and pushed us. Yeah. So the deadline this.
0: was that there is no deadline because we've already blown it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, so you, you were on on uh, the X the X on X Factor for a while and afterwards on um, uh, X Men. Uh, uh, following Jim Lee on on X Men, even though Jim Lee was leaving, uh, or no, he, he he transitioned to to uh, less X Men probably. To what? To what? The, 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 um, you had Uncanny and then X-Men. So yeah. So you yeah. went to X-Men number one and you continued with Uncanny X-Men. It's like that one. Right?
1: Well, um, if you look really closely, what what I really did there was, um, from X-Factor to, to, to all the books, I, I followed the original team. Yeah, It was the team I grew up with, Cyclops and Gene and Bobby. It was the team I grew up with. So every time they were moved... I petitioned the, the editor to let me move with them. And so I followed. So then when we decided to do the, what was it, the the, the golden blue team or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, and the, the ad- blue and the gold team, yeah. Um, I petitioned to keep as many of the original members on my team as that. As, as, because, I mean, that's that's who I knew.
0: Yeah. And, so. and you've gotten used to drawing them. Uh, were you the ones that designed these uh, outfits or was that before you?
1: That's a f- that's you know like let, let, if you want I mean we could talk about w- which is what I've been talking with the artists over here about um, uh, there's uh, there's a really big difference now today in 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 what you can and can't do as an artist sure. for a book back in and the very and the only difference really is money back then in the day um, let's say X Men this may be worth couple million, mm-hmm. the characters, today they're worth a couple hundred million. So then when that much money gets in there, you know, everybody upstairs wants to be responsible, right? Um, so everybody gets really conservative. Well, here, here, I'll let me show you the difference. Back in the day when they say, hey, do you want to do X Factor? And you say, yes, that means you stay on the book until you really, really mess up. On the yeah. deadline. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm not talking about mess up, but really, really mess up. <laughs> so you can stay on the book for like a year, two, three, four years if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Now, once you get on the book, it's not written, but you're allowed to change the costumes. That's why to, to, to this day, you know, myself, Jim, Mark Silvestri, when we're asked to do excellent commissions, we're asked to specifically do our versions sure, because of our costumes now when you are the interior artist you're also guaranteed the cover now let's go to today because the character is worth so much and what that means in economic terms is trademarks
0: yeah you have to stay on model
1: you have to stay on model in order for the company to keep the trademark, you've got to stay on model. And so you, don't, you are not allowed to make the book your own, change the costumes. As an interior artist, you're not allowed to even do the covers because you might miss the deadline. Mm. You know, right. And um, here's another big difference too. Back in the day, even though we didn't have cell phones and the internet, I was constantly in contact with my writer, and like for instance, uh, X Factor, um, uh, that was Louise Simonson. Louise, yeah, she's a very big name at the time, and I was just this guy getting noticed as an artist on Punisher. And she called me up and she said, "Hey, i um, um, welcome aboard. What do you like to draw? You know that that's like wow." You know, and so I go. I just blurted out, uh, "I like Japanese girls." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, D- "Draw oh. commercially, Wills." <laughs> <laughs> so, so then she goes, "Well, Bobby doesn't have a girlfriend. Well, I think that might work." <laughs> and he goes, "So, what else do you like, Wills?" And I go, uh, uh, "Ninjas." Hey, let's do Cyber Ninjas. And they kidnap Bobby's girlfriend because she's Japanese. <laughs> you yeah,
0: they want her back. <laughs> but see,
1: th- but I mean, think about it though. I mean, th- the point there is that here is a well-seasoned writer understanding that if she can get the artist, her artist, motivated, they can both put in 100%. Yeah. And so, um, so we would always, always talk. And so we would always get to know each other. So we'd always have ideas for what we're going to do later on. And, and uh, I have, I've, I, every time I see uh, Walter and Louise, I'm always apologizing. <laughs> because twice, I, I, I did it twice. I'm sorry, Walter. I did it twice. I would talk. I would I, I, either I would call her or she would call me after dinner. And we'd start talking and talking and talking. And then I'd hear this grumpy voice go, Wheezy, where's my breakfast? (laughs) You know, but again, you know, we didn't have internet. We didn't, you know, we didn't have little chat things, you know. (laughs) And you can talk as you Uh said. But see, that was the world where Mm. everybody was really close. Now, here's the last big, big, big difference. And again, the difference is because of the money. Um, Here we are at San Diego. We're at Marie Callender's, and it's Bob uh, Harris, the editor, Rob Liefeld uh, on one of the books, Jim on one of the other X-books, me on Mm. my X-book. And Rob blurts out, Nathan Christopher is Cable in the future. And we all go, cool, let's do that. So then we turn to Bob, the editor, and Bob. And Bob goes, that's cool. Well, next week, I started drawing that, yeah today, it well, has to go through a committee yeah. it has to get approved, your yeah. rate has to get approved it has to then go to y- make y- sure your contracts are set up right and
0: well, yeah. Um, speaking of those contracts and things like that, for instance, um, back in the day, you, because of that, you probably felt like it was your book more when you were oh, on it? Yeah.
1: I mean, here, here's something that people don't know. It, because of that, it led to the fact that um, most of our ideas, Jim and I, um, agreed with the ideas that Bob Harris had for the book itself and when that happened and that was like the last year bob would say like to me and say okay wills on your book um i want you guys to uh send the team out and look for peter's brother michael oh peter has a brother <laughs> oh but okay i'll do that and then the next issue bob says do whatever you want
0: wow i mean okay. that's free
1: yeah. and, and the two young punks yeah. you know the two young asian kids you know Here's my story. Do it, and then whatever you want to do next. And it, no one has had that freedom um, since then. No, yeah. You know? and, and and today's, um, there's no way that can happen. Yeah. S- still, I mean, l- let me. Like, well,
0: especially especially not on on something like uh, the, the, well, the X Men is maybe sidelined a little bit because of the whole movie thing, but on on oh. something like um, Avengers. That uh, they're trying it now, and but but maybe it, it it just doesn't have that lasting feeling, right? It feels like well that they're going to reboot it by the time the next movie comes out.
1: Well, again, it's it's all be, it's all because of the trademark. I mean, let's take yeah. a, a certain here, okay? It, it, um it, it's it's what's called points now, okay? One point is a curly Q. Another point is red and blue. Another point is an S. Okay, we all know who that is, yeah. right? Now those Batman. are the pertinent points, and whoever owns those separate points, that's where the money is, right? Okay. Now, think about it. N- it has nothing to do with male or female. I mean, you know, you know. So that's why you see what all these characters turning into female because yeah. you can change them in the female b- and keep the points. Yeah. You know, but you can't. But you can't. Well, we all would rather have them create new characters, right? But see, that means—I mean, think, think about this. It's weird. I think, I think, it's especially
0: weird. you would like them to, or, or would like to. I don't know if, if uh, the audience actually wants it.
1: So, what do you guys? What do you guys think? Would you? Who wants new
0: characters them? instead of a female Captain America? See, there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but see but 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 see check check this out again it it's it's the trademark and again that's where the money is okay so that's why they can experiment with female now think about this as as an extreme okay let's go to batman okay mm-hmm. and i'm specifically saying batman okay so cowl cape bat design logo
0: the the uh, points on the arms
1: the points on the arms okay let's say those are the points the money points right Now, let's say today a young Frank Miller, let's imagine, he walks into the D.C. office and he says, hey, what about a psychotic Sean Connery and we'll call him Dark Knight? You've just destroyed our trademark. Because none of those are points. point. We're going to have to make new points. So you can't do it, Frank. But back in the day, Batman wasn't selling. Nobody was noticing. Oh, he can't, he can't hurt. Yeah. See, that's the big difference today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the trademark. It's the money thing. That's why you're seeing all innovation, you know, you know I'm not touting my own heart, but the, I- innovation in, in Image, like with Robert Kirkman. Because Image has the leeway to, to do that. You know, uh, Walking Dead could rise up and it doesn't it doesn't infringe on Saga you know but in the big companies if your stable is Batman Wonder Woman and Superman which it is and then let's say you and I create a new character and it starts becoming really popular like let's say bad boys right remember that or or authority
0: Authority, sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, guess what? What? What that means to corporate? Yeah. You're siphoning off money off of our main yeah.
0: three. Or, or maybe you're you're even if it's not siphoning off money, you're you're damaging the property because Again, um, taking away audience. Uh, Apollo and the Midnighter are uh, a gay couple, and we can't have that projected on uh, Superman and Batman, who they're clearly stand-ins right. for. Yeah.
1: So it it's very hard in a big corporate structure, and you know, and you can't blame them because that's how they're built. Sure, that, I mean, they're not built to be the creative hub of new characters, you know. Um, but but you know that that's that's just the way it is. That's why you're getting all the innovation from 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 outside. That's why I mean, like oh, one of, I mean the one things I always rant about is why are our comics only done once? I mean, you know, like, uh, how many decades ago did Dark Knight come out? And it was out there on the, on the stands in the stores for, like, what, one, two weeks? Mm. Now, throughout the, that, that time from then to now, you have kids coming in the comic book stores, new kids, and, and the, the, the store owners know that these kids will probably like Dark Knight. But he doesn't have no Dark
0: Knight. Well, know, he, he the company,
1: he, DC, isn't calling yeah. him up and saying, hey, do you need a new box today? I mean, think about it. I mean, in any other industry, like records or something, if there's a popular album. But you have, you have
0: collections. Keep,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, but see, I'm, what I'm saying is, as an industry, I mean, think about it. We, we have Watchmen, we have Dark Knight and stuff, but we're not continually pushing that because it's only on. Uh, our system is, it only gets out there once. All right. Yeah. You know, so that's why you then have Kirkman. Reissuing his comics every like, you know, uh, yeah. eight months or a year, because he understands the, the, the reality of the audience out there. Every property that becomes successful is not because it's Shakespeare or, or some ultimate creative um, genius thing. It's because it it found its audience. Sure. I mean, I mean, look, I mean, seriously, all of you guys. If, if Robert Kirkman came into you and pitched Walking Dead. Uh, so what's Walking Dead? Oh, it's a zombie thing. Wouldn't you say? Okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> You know, we've had thirty years of zombies. It's well, e- even
0: <laughs> even Image needed the the uh, fake pitch of of zombies with aliens, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but see, what that proved again, though, the same the same case as Walking Dead is, is you know, if you can prove the Stevenson right now. I mean, he's it's it's Stevenson now, Eric. If you can prove to the publisher that hey, there might. Be another. uh, There might be an audience for this. Maybe I do have. Maybe I have another angle. Then okay, we'll we'll try it. Yeah. You know, we'll try it. I mean, but you couldn't have tried that in DC or Marvel,
0: especially not now. Yeah,
1: and and especially if you remember, uh, Walking Dead only sold ten thousand copies for like four years. So that that you know that's considered failure. You know, but if it was if for some reason it was with Marvel and DC uh, at that point, then it would have disappeared. And it wouldn't have gotten to that fifth year where, where Frank Durabout was shown Walking Dead and it became AMSE. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so all the innovations are going to happen there and it has to happen. I mean, I have 30 years of experience and it has to happen. I mean, I don't want to depress you too much, but you know, Avengers 2, the movie, comes out. That weekend, it makes $150 to $200 million. And that Wednesday before at the comic book stores, the Avengers comic book comes out, 60,000. Same audience. Hmm. The only real difference is all the kids out there, all the 14-year-old kids, they know when the game's coming out. They know when the movie's coming out.
0: Sure.
1: They know when the toys are coming out. They don't even know comics exist. (laughs) They don't know where a comic book store is. I was, just, I just, I just, you know, had my. Every you always get these 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 fans because uh, you know, uh, you know they come in and go, oh wow, I, th- I thought this was still done by computers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, my point there again is, there is no advertising for comics. No. You know, it, it's up to you devotees right here. You know, you guys are the ones that know, but the 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 general populace out there, they mm. they don't know. It's because we've never had. Advertising in comics. Well
0: and and it's I, I guess it's it's also there's a, a lot of different uh forms of entertainment. Even more now you mentioned the games, the the T V series, the toys and so on. And uh We have to adjust. And and the, the, the movies are perceived probably as more of a, a finished story. The, the 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 comics in general because they're Only 20 20 to 22 pages. You don't get the full...
1: Let Let me put a proposal out here. A silly little simple proposal. And it comes from the actual fact of today. All of the medias are trying to merge in together. The reason for that is everybody has learned 10 years ago that wow, all of the real money goes to the owner, the creator. Now, if and we're just basically servicing by making toys or servicing by making a movie. Now, if I, as the producer of a movie, actually own the, the IP, the creative thing, then I get all that money. So everybody's getting together. So let me propose a simple little silly th- uh, scenario. There's a studio that has producers has film producers, game producers, everything, artists, everything, it can do the whole thing. Make a movie, make the mm-hmm. game, create the IP, maintain the IP, publish it, everything. And so the studio owns it. Now, your successful movie comes out like, let's say, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that comes out every, what, four years? Now, let me propose something silly. That in between the four years, every month, the comic book comes out. And every like two years, the game comes out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And every Christmas, the new toys come out. And it's all done by the same studio, which owns the same thing. Now, what do you get for, for you guys? You get this very cohesive IP that constantly has new stuff. And the pinnacle of that stuff, the headstone of that stuff, will be the comic book because it comes out every month. So you're filled in into the movie. And let me propose something even more simple. What if all those 12 issues, or all those issues leading up to the release of the movie and it coincides, everything is planned, it has all these Easter eggs and everything that lead up to what happens in the actual movie so that they become part of the whole. Remember we're separated, remember Smallville, right? Okay, I talked to Jeff Loeb. He said that they weren't sure that that it would sell. Remember, there was no comic thing yet on TV. But it did sell. Everybody liked it. But unfortunately, most of the people that liked it were not comic fans. They were a new audience. And so when it comes to the point in the story, in the TV series, where Clark Kent goes to where?
0: Metropolis.
1: (laughs) He can't. Because it's called what? Smallville. And it needs to be
0: in Smallville. It
1: needs, because that's where the trademark is. So that's why we got all those superheroes born in Smallville. (laughs) And so what you did was you had now two audiences in love with one character, but knowing two different realities. So I'm proposing... Which, well, I guess in some um, uh, multiverses is well, common sense. Have one universe where the TV well, and the it, it, isn't are this the something
0: same. that they tried, but but are showing with with Marvel and Disney that it doesn't really work out that way, where um, Disney
1: might get to it. The yeah. real reason is a technical reason.
0: I thought it was more like a creative where. No, no not, no. not everyone is able to share that same vision or has their own. No, uh,
1: again, the, uh, you, what you're talking about is reality, mm-hmm. but that's also based on the same technical problem. Sure, okay. Okay. Um, why, after how many Spider Man movies, you guys know the answer, after so many Spider Man movies, why are we saying welcome back, Spider Man? Why?
0: I know the answer because this time it's the real Spider-Man
1: Because in
0: in the right universe.
1: Because the contract for the last few years has been with another company, right? That's why you don't have a full X-Men or like Logan. You don't have the Incredible Hulk there because that contract is... Somewhere else. So it's always been a mess. I mean, like, here's a, here's a rumor, and it's a neat rumor. I don't want to verify it because I don't want to verify that it's not true. But it's, this is supposedly, Chris Claremont, this is supposedly how the whole movie thing started, right? Uh, well, you know, on the DC side, you already had Bat- Keaton's Batman. But the Marvel start of it was... Um, uh, Chris was getting tired of everybody optioning the X Men but never actually Mm. taking the option anywhere, right? So he started spreading a rumor, which is actually a real was a real fact that Cameron wanted to do a book. Uh, He uh, the 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 misguide the mis uh, you know that
0: uh, as as in James Cameron.
1: Yeah, James Cameron. But uh, he was alluding that he wanted to do the X Men, but in in reality. Cameron has always wanted to do Spider-Man. Okay, but, but Marvel the, uh, wants uh, a, a X-Men. book, a book
0: or a movie? The movie. The movie. Yeah, but yeah. you said yeah. a book. Oh, oh sorry, yeah, yeah. Don't worry.
1: So, right before Avatar, he was starting to talk up, where they were starting to talk. Now, the problem was Marvel wanted him to do X-Men and he wanted to do Spider-Man. Right. And so they were trying to work out a deal where can you do X-Men and then we'll let you do Spider-Man and let you do whatever you want. Well, again it, it 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 didn't work because all the contracts were all over the place. Yeah. If you guys remember the announcing of doing the X-Men movie was like years before production even started because they had to wait until the other contracts lapsed. Right. So that Marvel could pull them all back just enough to be able to do the first X-Men movie you know so uh, that is why and so now there's still some places all over but disney is a let's say much much more aggressive stronger company and it now knows the problem Mm -hmm. we got to get all those contracts back in so that we can have full control now disney is a company that has all it it the likes its to control, to control, yeah. <laughs> yeah it likes its control. So if they can get all the contracts in there, then you might be able to see a chance of that. But and, and that is gonna that will be the future where we'll have these cohesive things, and then you'll have like conventions like this in San Diego and and New York and C two E two vying for. You know, okay. You know, we're gonna launch X Men ten. Yeah. And it's going to be this big rollout of uh, Firestorm or whatever, and then okay, which con- which comic book convention is close to the premiere date, and let's run an actual straight campaign yeah. utilizing everything, the books, the conventions, the stores, um, everything. Um, that is hopefully going to be a closer future than you know a further future, but that's where everything is going to everybody is trying to make that happen but it's just a technical reason why 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 it's currently not not, not happening so we're going to see better cooler days you know i mean i mean uh, everybody i think everybody was really charged seeing guardians of the galaxy but then that lull right <laughs> until just what last week
0: yeah you well know? maybe a little sooner
1: yeah but to be able to progress through from watching that movie and going straight but through maybe on, kind
0: of, on the other hand isn't it um interesting or uh, i mean from a financial standpoint that's all very good but isn't it interesting as well to ha- to not have uh in 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 your scenario, maybe a glut of all of that, where where you know that there's there's three four years between two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but maybe that makes the anticipation for that second movie bigger than if you're not inundated, but uh, if, if there's if there's a lot of content that, that in your scenario apparently also um, is slightly forced upon you because it's important towards the coming story, something they have sort of done with the movies, but, you know, that there's, there's yeah. some time yeah. in between, right? Yeah. Uh, so so if, if, if all the comics and all the games and, and all the other outlets are geared toward the next big one, won't that uh, create um, maybe a, an, an oversaturation? Um,
1: not, uh, in my opinion, not in today's audience.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, just look at Star Wars. You can't. You can't even mention anything that's possibly real news, without having the internet blow up. You know that audience wants stuff, and a, a big major reason why they want that stuff is because of canon—not George canon, but canon that all these other writers and all these fans fan guys have have created. Yeah, you know. And, it, and Disney is smart. They're, they're already showing us that they're, they're, they're going to listen to all that stuff. Now, that, again, was stuff not created by Disney, not really created by George. He approved it, but he didn't create it. He didn't set guidelines. It was th- – this is the future for, um, for properties. You, the creator set up a property, and then the audience takes it because the audience wants to. The audience wants to own the property. Look at Game of Thrones. You know We all love Game of Thrones because it's a, a harsh, violent world. but try to kill one of our characters, we're going to become harsh and violent.
0: but do you think uh, that something like Game of Thrones, for instance, would be better off having the the time in between uh, uh, seasons uh, buffered by something?
1: Yes. I mean, like, I, I love Game of Thrones. I'm a creative. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you for real. I mean, like, just just a couple of weeks ago, I, uh, I uh, re-binged watched some stuff. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the last few seasons. Sure. And uh, uh, I'd only seen up until the death of John, right? Right, so, yeah. Okay. Now, I, I knew in between that he was already revived and you know yeah. they were doing some yeah. other stuff. So I wanted to get myself up to date and go, okay? So I'm there going through the stu- going through the thing and I'm going, "Oh, season 6. So I must have got a left off at season 3." No, I've seen that. Uh-huh. Go to season 4. No, I've seen that. Season 5. No, I've seen that. Yeah, but maybe you didn't. So <laughs> but you were just I th- spoiled. <laughs> I thought it was three years ago, but it was last season, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so my point there is even as a creative, you know, that, I mean, it's, it's eight season. I mean, it's eight, eight, right? Eight, eight, eight um, episodes. Yeah. And there's, there's just this huge lull where we kind of get into this, oh, well, it's not over, but you get that feeling. And then right before it starts up again, oh, okay, we got to watch again. No. You know, but but then ev- almost everywhere, right? Right? Okay, let's re-binge the the last few seasons just to make sure w- we get all the details as yeah, they come yeah, in. New, sure. right? Yeah. And, and that's 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 his problem with with Game of Thrones. You know, and there's no way out of that because the quality of the thing is is part of the magic. Yeah. You know, and and none of us would want. But to is that is but is that time.
0: really a problem? Huh. Is that really a problem that, that you have to wait
1: for, for me it 's really a problem because uh-huh. if 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 I create something and and, and fans like it and especially in today 's market I, uh, the way fans are today i want uh, they want to be absorbed by all of it if you 've got to keep reminding yourself by watching it again and again, you know i mean uh, you know like I, I remember uh, the original Star Trek I remember. Yeah. I remember um, the original Star Wars, and I I memorized just almost all the lines. You know, uh, I I, I had a cassette tape just for the car so I could... You know, I didn't need the visuals. I'm an artist. I could just get... You know, and, and, I, and that's how we absorb a lot of our favorite stuff. Yeah, But but
0: that is still the, the same movie you were watching. You weren't...
1: Yeah, but I'm intimate with that movie. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a filmy. So, like, Lawrence of Arabia is, is, mm. is on my list with Gone with the Wind. So, But Lawrence of Arabia, I know all the stuff there. I, I know all the points there. I don't have to watch it again to remind myself, okay, so how did it end? Or why is Omar Sharif um, important here or oh right that's right this is Omar (laughs) Sharif's first um, uh, movie and oh yeah he won the Oscar (laughs) and oh yeah he had this great intro where he was coming down through the desert you know all those little things that's part of devouring and consuming some creative thing that you that you like Uh, my fear in and again it's just my opinion but my fear in like the, the, the walk in the Game of Thrones things is that we're going to remember our favorite character up until they die, and we're going to forget the other characters. We're going to forget the other things. So, then when we're trying to explain it to our kids and get them interested in it, we're not going to have much of a pitch <laughs> because. We'll only know the big. Yeah, gener- right. We'll only remember yeah. the big generality. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to work for our kids. If hey, this is my favorite show when I was a kid, I oh, love this. So, uh, what was about that? Oh, it was about you know, f- medieval fighting and stuff. And uh, here, let's watch the last few issue <laughs> <the> episodes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, Dad, this is your favorite, right? <laughs> you know, it, 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 it uh, the, 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 it's not going. It's not going. I don't think it's. It, it, it's going to work and then and then it's going to get to this point where it's going to be different things to different people depending on what they remember you know of it and and you're not going to win over the next generation by pitching it oh it's this gr- great thing where we have great characters and they die <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess not yeah. yeah how are we for time yeah. oh, it's okay. time <laughs> yeah. it's fine I still had some other problems, you know you can talk. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, it, maybe someone from the audience still has a question for Wills. Nope. Yes, i was wondering what kind of innovation you would like to see in the comic industry uh that the industry
1: itself but more historical. Um um I I'm going to get flailed for this, but I I believe in digital. Um there're two reasons. One is creative, one is practical. And you always have to be practical because it's a business. You want it to last. Um, uh, most people get everything delivered digitally. Now if, you, if we go along I mean, okay, think about it this way. I do a comic book. Uh, I draw it. It takes three to four weeks uh, for production of, of the artwork. And then it goes to the printer, and then within a month, it gets printed, right? Now, that's a lot of money. Paying me, having the negatives cut, having the printers run their big print, printing presses. Now, if it was digital, there's no cost. Now, here's the best part of that. Now, let's say it gets out there a month later, and it becomes popular. So, let's, hey, let's do a second printing. Well, I don't know if you guys know. Second printings aren't second printings. Second printings are just us overguessing the first print, because there's no way to guess. I mean, think about it, it it's a, again, it's a money problem. If I overguess too much, I'm paying out too much money, and, and now I'm paying for um, uh, warehouses to, to store. If I underprint, I'm losing money, potential money. you know? So I, we always have to lowball and then add to it just in case, right? Now, again, all that is money. Now, if it was digital, there's no extra cost. And if it doesn't really sell that well or if we want a second run, let's put it out there. And again, putting it out there, again, it is no extra cost. You know, let, let, me put, let me see if this make, it makes sense to you. My kids, 13 and 16, okay, they obviously didn't grow up during the Beatles, right? but their cousin showed them a YouTube video of young Paul, George, and Ringo doing one another's songs, and they loved it. Now, they can listen to a Beatles song, and they know if it's George or Paul singing. Okay, my 13 and 16-year-old. Now, that's because of YouTube. That's because of the digital format. They, they They're not watching the Beatles as Grandpa, you know, today playing. They don't care about... You know uh, 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 McCarthy. Today, <laughs> they care about the, the the John in the Beatles doing those songs. So my point there is: decades later, they can have devout fans in my kids, and they didn't have to do anything; they already did it with the digital, because the digital is always there, is always coming out. So you're always gaining. An audience, if you always keep it out there. That's the practical. The creative side, think about digital. I mean, you, you, you do this, right? You don't do this and then, right? You, you do this. So what that means, I've experimented with it. What that means is every full screen is a panel. It's not a page. It's a panel, okay? Now, here's the real reality of me drawing a comic book. 22 pages. Now it's usually 20 pages. We've reduced that down. okay now that limits the space i have to tell a story so 20 pages that basically gives me four scenes if i have six scenes that means i have very short scenes right so we average to about four now four is not a lot of a story which is now why all our monthlies they're only part of a story and, you know, now, and to go back again, a little digital, the kids don't understand why you give me part of a story, and then now I've got to wait 30 days for a, another part of a story. You know? So anyways, now let's go back. Now if it's just this, it's not me filling 20 pages. It's me, okay, I need 10 panels for this scene. I need 20 panels for this scene. I want six scenes. It doesn't matter. There's no, I'm not running, I won't run out of space. I won't run out of, you know, uh, 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 what we call real estate. Yeah. So now think about that. Because in the comic book we are limited of, to an average four scenes, and until we get to the page end, 20 pages, we have to make a lot of shortcuts in storytelling. We have to do a main figure doing the main thing, and then in the middle or in the background sometimes doing something important too. You know, we've have, we have to sc- pull in, and we have to shorten scenes. We can't do all these reactions, all these double takes, all these, yeah, uh, no, yeah. There's no way to do that. You have to do the one panel. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> right? If we do it this way, think about it. I can do all those moments and for me creatively, you know what, what? why that is really important? Here's the problem we have with movies. We love movies because they extend our IPs. But it, But the same problem I'm talking about is the problem we have. Okay, I'm Spielberg. I want to do X-Men. Okay, I got the money now to to do two-hour movie. Let me look at 300 copies. 300 issues of X-Men. What story am I going to tell from this 300 issues? And that's where the fight begins. Yeah. Right? Chris Claremont will go, "No, you got to tell the story of this character." And then Stan goes, "Oh no, I really like this one." You know, and then even if you agree on what character, "Okay, what part of that story can we tell in the 2 hours?" So, if I do this and I do all the moments, all we're now arguing are, oh, well, he's not going to react double or he's not going we're, we're having little battles as opposed to big battles. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's happening is writers now are understanding that problem and don't want to have that fight because you will loo- we will lose those fights because we don't know how to do movies. And the movie, the money is going to the movie, not to the creator, not to us. So we're going to lose that fight. So now what you're seeing is all writers, most of us are agreeing, four issues. Your first four issues is the movie. And if you do your four issues right, and it is the movie point by point, and especially if you go digital where you can do every single step, guess what? There's tiny fights then, right? Right? Because it's all laid out there, and it's a complete story now. They can't then say, "Oh well, yeah, you know, um, Colossus would be great there, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't see how we could introduce his story and still go on with Logan. And Logan is, you know, the the bread and butter. No, this is how we do it. See, it's on page, it's on you know, chapter four and five, yeah. you know, well, chapter one and two, you know." you we're now trying to lay it out there. So that's what I'm seeing for the, for, for the future, where we now become more and more in terms of telling the story uh, uh, like a movie, which is moment by moment, instead of big moments by big moments. Um, and I think if all that works out, the comics industry will become even stronger because they then won't be able to say well you don't really understand how a films work because we'll say well look at these four issues and tell me that again you know and and then you'll get to see all these creatives being able to do these these just fantastic stories that even i can't think about i mean like i always tell everybody if i was the uh, editor, I think, for uh, uh, Cartoon Network and uh, or, or Nickelodeon, or whatever, and and Adventure Time guys came in and pitched Adventure Time. I I wouldn't have understood it, but I would be I would have been wrong. You know, you, you show that to the kids and they they, they just gobble that up. But see, my point there is, I would have been wrong, but. If the company is open to it and in the media is open to it, there might have been somebody else in the company or somebody else in that room would, would have gotten it and allow that to happen because letting a media go uh, – give the media, giving a media that kind of a leeway – allows all these great new stories come in where it's not like what we were talking about earlier, whether keeping the trademark, yeah. safeguarding trademark or anything, or continuity, or whether it clashes with this character or not. It's just oh what's new? What's what's cool?
0: Okay. What are I the audience we'll reacting to? to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see I told you I always <laughs> run out yeah, the yeah, camera. Yeah. You're you're good at this. <laughs> uh, so thanks again. I'll see you around. Thanks, Wills. Thank you. Thanks, Wills.